0: Welcome to Be The Scandal, the sacred rebellion of being your authentic self. I'm your host, Danny Hickman. Hey, Sacred Rebel. Today, I want to have a conversation with you about something that feels really important to me and feels like a really valuable conversation for us to have. This topic has been on my mind for quite a while. It's something that throughout the years I have supported a lot of clients in, and it's something that I've anchored into more deeply over the last few years. About a month ago, I had polled my audience to ask them, hey, what are some questions that you all have, or what are some topics that you're wanting me to do some podcast episodes on? And someone in my audience had just asked, like, how do you stay so confident and how do you move forward without giving up? And I really love that question. One, because I give off the illusion that I'm confident, which I think in moments I can really anchor into that energy and I do feel confident. Other times it's kind of a fake it till you make it energy. So I love this question because it's really highlighting a couple different things here that I think a lot of us struggle with. I also think that there's a lot of different angles that I could take in my answer to this particular question. And for whatever reason, this feels like it's wanting to be spoken into. And it's the energy of how do we choose ourselves and not give up on ourselves? How do we anchor into our self-discipline, anchor into our worth and continue to move forward despite things being hard, despite part of us wanting to give up and just not wanting to try anymore? that feels like a valuable conversation to have. I wanna start here with a conversation. I think a lot of it has to do with self-discipline and the way that we support ourselves and how do we handle moments that feel hard. A lot of people will be out there and say, oh, you're just unmotivated, you're just lazy, you don't have any willpower and say all of these things that I think maybe have a shred of truth to them and there's a reason why you're giving up on yourself at the first sign of hardship. For me, one of my biggest obstacles, it's the way that I perceive hardship. It's those thoughts that come up whenever moments get hard. I have a lot of narratives into like, this is too hard. Don't do it. Don't even try. You're not good enough. It won't work out the way that you want it to. I have so many variations of these thoughts that come into my head on a daily basis that it's wild to think if I listen to these thoughts and allow them to rule my life, Allow them to take hold of my emotions, allow them to direct my behaviors, I wouldn't be accomplishing anything. And so what I've learned really over the last couple of years, because these have been the hardest years of my life, is I've learned how do I anchor in some self-discipline strategies. And one of them being, oh, I'm gonna actually work on my mindset. I'm gonna be present in those limiting thoughts that are trying to keep me safe and keep me small and keep me from experiencing emotional pain. And I'm going to acknowledge them and I'm going to choose to do something different. I'm going to maybe say a version of, oh, okay, this would make sense that this thought is coming up. This part of me is scared right now. This part of me doesn't know how to handle this big emotion or this part of me doesn't know how to handle this moment in time where it feels like everything's crumbling or we don't know what's next. Of course, this thought is coming in. And sometimes our goals, especially those ones that are leaning up against our edges, they're leaning up against those things that we've never experienced before. We're really trying to expand beyond the way we've been living. Sometimes, to our system, it's perceived as a threat because that is unsafe territory, it's unfamiliar. And for me, those thoughts will come in in response to that perceived threat. So by now, I recognize that if I'm living outside of my comfort zone, if I'm doing things that are expansive to me, these fearful thoughts are going to come in. They are going to come in in an effort to shut it down so that I can stay small, I can stay safe and stay in the familiar. And now that I know that, I understand the function of my thinking, I can support myself in a way that is actually expansive. When I understand the function of the thought, I can really look at the deeper need that I'm trying to get met through that particular thought. Let me give you an example. I'm getting ready to start a YouTube channel and I've done a lot of big things. (laughs) And YouTube, when I think about the scheme of life the last few years, YouTube is not the biggest obstacle, but it feels really big right now because I've never created a YouTube channel. So I have these crazy town thoughts coming in that are trying to spit these narratives that I can't do it, it's going to fail, no one's going to like it, and all of these thoughts that are trying to get me to not do the YouTube channel. And so that's the function of the thoughts. Parts of me are trying to get me to not do it. When I look at, oh, why does it actually not feel safe to do the YouTube channel What I can zero in on is, oh, okay, it feels uncomfortable to be vulnerable. This just feels like something new and I'm not sure how to navigate it. So new just feels scary. I feel a little lack of confidence and I feel just uncertain. When I can identify what's actually going on, then I can support my needs in ways that are meeting that need creating that sense of safety and stability, creating some sense of certainty as I'm moving into the space of unknown, those things that I can control, and then continue to move forward and no longer letting that inner narrative be an obstacle to you or a barrier to you moving forward with your goals and expanding into the unknown. And I like to think of this work when we're doing it consciously as working a muscle. If you're not used to doing things out of your comfort zone, Your parts are going to freak out when you go to do it because it's unfamiliar. So what I've been trying to do the last few years is get acquainted with living in the unfamiliar so that when I go to do that next thing that is expansive for me, I might not understand what it's like to be living in that experience, but I do understand my system knows, my parts know what it feels like to be able to navigate a space of the unknown. And that is an invaluable skill that I feel like I've anchored in in the last few years. I also want to offer this because I think it's a valuable reframe. (laughs) And when I offer it to people that I work with, it feels like it really lands. And it's something that I continually say to myself over and over and over again. And it's that we can do hard shit. When my mind comes in and it tries to stop me with these fear narratives, when it feels appropriate... What I like to do is I like to just stop myself. And now this is individualized to me, but I like to say, hey, I know that you're scared right now or whatever it is that I'm feeling. I acknowledge that. And then I say a version of, and what I also know is we can do hard shit. We have experienced the worst moment of our lives. We have witnessed the death of our dad. And we had hours in that experience where we didn't know what was going on, where we were trying to resuscitate him and we were in crisis mode. I lived and was present in my body during that experience and the year and a half that has followed that. If I can go through that, I can post a YouTube video. I can record another podcast episode. I can stay on my Peloton until this interval is over. I can do hard shit. I can do so much more than what my brain tells me that I can do. I just need to help and support my brain in remembering that we can do hard things. And that even in moments when parts of me are saying, no, 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 we can't handle this. We can't do this. I'm coming in with that gentle reminder of, but we can. I know you forget right now. I know you're forgetting how resilient we are, how much work we've done, how much time we've put in, but we can do this. And I'm sharing that specific example because I know that you can also do hardship too. You have experienced hardship in your life, and I don't know your particular story, but what I know is that you are human and you are resilient and you have continued to move forward despite things that have happened to you. And I want to offer the invitation of how can you remind yourself of those hard moments in a way that is supportive of you continuing to move forward. Now, we don't want to use it if it's going to throw us into a trauma place, but if we can access the resiliency in that messaging, if we can access that motivation and that energy of we can do it, that hopefulness, if we can access that, then I want you to use it and remind yourself of these things in those moments where your brain is telling you, let's just give up. We can't do this. There's no way this will work because you can do hard things. And then I want to offer this. I talk a lot about my Peloton because I absolutely love it. And it was actually delivered right after my dad died. I wasn't in Nashville. One of my friends came and set it up for me. Thanks, Simone. (laughs) And it was there whenever I got back from my dad's funeral. And it was my lifeline. It was a tool that I used and still use to process so much emotion and also work that mindset muscle. And as crazy as it might sound... My Peloton has been just as supportive of me as doing some cognitive therapy work because when moments get hard in the workout, my brain is like, girl, unstrap. You don't need to finish this interval. This trainer is crazy. This workout is too hard. Your body can't do it. You're too tired. You can't even breathe. All of these things that my mind is telling me, stop doing it. It's too hard. You can't do this anymore. You need to give up. You need to stop. And so I have really worked this muscle by staying on my Peloton and combating those thoughts. And I'll say things to myself like, no, I can do hard things. I have experienced a lot of hard things and I made it through. I can do it. I'm strong. I'm resilient. I'm powerful. And I use that Peloton as a way to work that muscle. So my question for you right now, if you need help with the self-discipline, If you need help with the mind fuzz and that garbage that comes in that isn't supportive of you in moving forward, how are you training your brain? How are you training your mindset to support you in moving forward? Because if we're not doing things that feel uncomfortable, if we're staying in that comfort zone, and it might not be getting on a Peloton. It might be going and eating dinner by yourself, or it might be going to a movie by yourself. Or something else that feels edgy, going to a meetup, meeting new people, putting yourself in situations that are safe, but edgy for you because it's something that you haven't experienced before. If we're not working that muscle, then we more easily will fall back into those old patterns, patterns of thinking, patterns of feeling, patterns of being, and patterns of doing that are not conducive for us to change. Because if we don't make a choice to change, then things aren't going to change. And those are my thoughts on that question. How do you keep going and keep moving forward and not giving up? And I think it's because every day I choose to not give up. I just choose it. And it's not to say that days aren't hard. (laughs) And I offer myself so much grace physically, mentally, emotionally. I give myself space to not do anything or to just breathe because I am working so hard. I give myself space to be emotional and not feel a 10 out of 10. Sometimes it's a 2 out of 10. Sometimes it's a 0.5 out of 10. But I give myself permission to be in that energy, knowing that this is just a moment in time. And if I need this moment in time to gather myself and then choose to move forward or choose to get on my Peloton or choose to record that video, I can do it because I can do hard things. I'm resilient. And I have the capacity and the ability now to bypass some of these thoughts that are just trying to keep me safe, trying to keep me away from emotional pain, but it's not always necessary because I can handle whatever life throws at me. Because as of right now, at this recording, I have lived so much life and there have been a lot of traumatic things that have happened in my life and I have continued to move forward because I've chosen it. And if it feels helpful for you, I want you to remind yourself of that. And again, this isn't to bypass maybe some processing that we need or emotions that we need to feel before moving forward, because I think that's part of it. I can't tell you how many times I've had big, ugly cries on my Peloton or screams or yells or these like guttural, animalistic sounds as a way of processing just that emotion that comes with wanting to quit but choosing to not. For me, when I think about it, there's some grief there because different versions of me, previous versions of me, would have quit, have quit. And so in those moments when I'm choosing not to quit and I'm choosing to not give in to that mind game, I'm saying no to that old version of me. I'm grieving the loss of who I used to be and saying no, I'm choosing who I'm becoming. I'm using this as a way to ripen into who I want to be. And that's how I'm making choices. So what is your thing? What are you doing in your life to work on your self-discipline? Because if it's something that you feel like, oh, this needs some work, how are you working on it? Are you just expecting one day to get up and then it will change? I would hope that for you. I want that for you. I want it to be easy. But what I know is for me, self-discipline came... As making a lot of choices that I didn't necessarily want to make, but I knew I needed to do. So one choice after the other, one choice after the other, choosing to move forward despite that mind game, choosing to choose myself in this next version of me that I'm wanting to embody, that helped me anchor into self-discipline so that when moments get hard, I know I can do hard stuff. I can even do things I don't like. This is only a moment in time and I can support myself in putting one foot in front of the other and moving forward. And I know that you can too. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Be The Scandal. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so that you can join in on the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self.